0: Chapter Twenty of The Rover Boys in Camp by Arthur M. Winfield. This recording is in the public domain. Reading from Chapter Twenty, The Rover Boys and the Bull. About an hour after Lou Flapp and his cronies left camp, Dick Rover and his brothers received permission to do likewise. "Let us go to the village," suggested Tom. "I want to buy some cough drops. My throat is raw from the wet weather." and i want to get some reading matter added sam a good story of some sort would just suit me i wouldn't mind a magazine or two myself came from dick but i don't know if oakville can supply them they were soon on the way each in the best of spirits tom began to whistle and his brothers joined in "Feelin' put good queried a farmer who chanced to be leaning over his garden gate as they passed why not retorted tom it's better to whistle than to cry right you are young man when one of my hands is whistling i always know he's is pitchin in the way I lay over a hill and around a bend where a number of apple trees lined the road the apples were within easy reach and soon each was chewing on the juicy fruit to his heart's content wonder where flapp and his crowd went came presently from tom if they went to oakville they most likely visited the tavern answered dick it's a shame declared tom drinking and smoking and playing cards will never do them any good another bend in the road was passed and they came within sight of isaac Clem's farm hullo ejaculated sam pointing ahead what's the matter those girls are running for all they are worth said dick a bull is after them came from tom my stars but he seems to mean business tom was right helen and alice staton were running along the highway at all the speed they could command behind them less than fifty feet distant was the enraged black bull bent on doing all the mischief possible those girls will be hurt said dick running forward can't we do something asked sam we can try said tom get a rock or something and he picked up a sharp stone which lay handy sam did likewise by this time the twins were almost upon the boys chase the bull away panted helen who was ready to drop from exhaustion yes yes gasped alice please don't let him touch us jump the fence said dick quick i'll help you over he got each girl by the hand and turned toward the low stone fence at the same time tom and sam let fly the two sharp stones one took the bull in the nose and the other struck the creature in the eye with a snort the animal came to a halt and viewed the boys curiously he had evidently not expected the attack and the wound in the eye hurt not a little tom and sam lost no time in providing themselves with more stones by this time dick was at the wall and in another moment he had assisted the girls over both had lost their hats and also dropped the market basket filled with things from the store oh be careful said alice that bull will try to kill you we'll look out for ourselves answered dick and picked up a bit of fence rail lying near did he chase you far from that lot yonder answered helen the bull had turned toward the fence and watching his chance dick struck out with a bit of rail his aim was good and the animal received a sharp blow directly across the nostrils then sam and tom let fly more stones and the bull was hit in the mouth the leg and the side he stood his ground for a moment and then began to retreat hurrah we got him on the run cried tom give it to him and he let go another stone which hit the bull in the tail and made him throw up his rear hoofs in a most alarming fashion you had better come over into the lot said one of the girls he may come back here comes mr clem with the pitchfork said the other a farmer was rushing down the road with a pitchfork in one hand and a rope in the other he ran up to the bull and slipped the rope over the animal's neck then he tied the creature to a tree pretty savage animal you've got observed tom as he came up is them gals hurt demanded the farmer i don't think so but they are pretty well out of breath and scared don't know how the pesky critter got loose said isaac clem first thing i see he was after them gals lickety split i was out haying and i didn't wait but picked up a pitchfork fork and a rope and run the girls lost their hats said sam who had also come up yes they're in the road up yonder along with a basket of stuff they had let us get the things said sam and he and tom started after the hats in the basket the things which had been in the basket were scattered in all directions and the boys picked them up dick remained with the girls doing what he could to quiet them they were so exhausted they could not stand and each sat on a rock panting for breath it was simply dreadful declared helen i thought every moment the bull would catch me and toss me up into the air he didn't like the sight of your red shirtwaist was dick's comment that must be it put in alice after this i don't think i'll go near him when i have a red waist on. perhaps the farmer will be more careful and keep him roped up when tom and sam came up with the hats and the basket isaac clem accompanied them all right helen he asked and you too alice yes mr clem said the tall girl but it was a narrow escape the bull would have gored us if it hadn't been for these young gentlemen girls thanked tom and sam for what they had brought who be ye you, young fellows asked isaac Clem curiously i am dick rover and these are my brothers tom and sam we belong to the cadets of putnam hall the young soldiers up to bass lake yes i see well it was ready o you to face my bull and i give ye credit for it my name's isaac Clem, and that's my farm over yonder these gals is helen and alice Staten, and they live down the road a piece the boys tipped their caps and the girls smiled we are very thankful to you said alice and helen almost in a breath you are welcome to the little i did returned dick it was fun to pelt the old bull with rocks put in tom i'll do as much for you any time and this caused a laugh isaac clem went off to drive his bull home and the girls also prepared to depart when you are coming back this way you can stop at our house if you wish said alice Steddon. it's the yellow one with the honeysuckle growing over the porch i remember it said sam thank you and the others also gave thanks for the invitation a moment later the two parties separated What a difference between those cadets and the ones we met at the store, said Helen to her twin sister when they were out of hearing. Yes, indeed, said Alice. The rovers are gentlemen, while those at the store were were rude. Two nice girls, declared Tom, how much alike their faces are. Tom is spittin', cried Sam. Going to forget all about Nellie Laning, Tom? He went on quizzically. Oh, you needn't talk cried tom growing red in the face you were just as attentive as a dancing-master yourself don't quarrel about it put in dick good-naturedly you can be pleasant to them without forgetting all about grace and Nellie lane i think or dora stanhope either put in sam slyly shall we stop at the house on the way back why not they may offer us a piece of pie said tom i don't know "'We can walk by slowly. They may be on the lookout for us, you know.' Once again the boys set their faces toward Oakville and soon reached the outskirts of the town. They were passing some of the stores when Lou Flapp caught sight of them. "'Hello,' cried the tall boy. "'I declare, there are the three Rover brothers. What brought them to Oakville?' "'We had better not let them see us with this stuff,' said Pender, hurriedly. "'We'll get into hot water if they do.' They lost no time in putting their purchases out of sight. Then they walked out on the street and stood leaning against the posts of a wooden awning. There is Flap and his crowd now, said Tom, catching sight of the trio. We want nothing to do with them, said Dick. They are not our kind at all. Hello, Rovers, cried Pender as they came up. Hello yourself, returned Tom coldly. What brought you to town? asked rockley my feet thanks i thought it might have been your ears they're big enough at this sally both flapp and pender began to laugh that's a good one said flapp i suppose you used your tongue for a walking stick when you came over said tom it's long enough bah cried rockley and turned away in disgust those rover boys have got the swelled head muttered flapp but we'll turn em down before the encampment is over eh hey, fellows that's what replied rockley while the rover boys were making their purchases Lou flapp and his cronies turned back into the tavern there was a billiard room in the rear and here they began to play billiards we'll let the rovers start for home first said rockley it will be safer end of chapter twenty